ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Love will put it on the deck with three seconds. With two, three at the top of the key. It is no good. It falls just short. And the last number one seed is the nation's number one team. Kansas for the fourth time. Men's basketball national champions. To win when your team had to fight and come back the way they did and show that much grit makes this one off the charts. He is Jalen Rose. I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get a people! What they Jalen Rose, I watched the NCAA championship with you, and I thought it was going to be a blowout, a 15-point lead at halftime. I thought the eight-seed Tar Heels would take it home, but the Jayhawks came storming back in the second half. I've never seen anything like it. Every sporting event has a betting line, Mm -hmm. and let me just talk through that from this lens. Kansas was basically favored by three and a half. Four, yep. They based, they didn't cover. No. At halftime, they were to be leading by one. They were trailing by double digits. 15 at halftime. And one of the things in watching the game I was thinking, Carolina was dominating on the boards. Yep. They were more physical. Shout out to Hubert Davis. Did a terrific job coaching this team. An eighth seed. We see UNC and get blinded by the fact that they were actually an eighth seed. Yep. Playing in a title game. And for Kansas to come back the way they did so very fast in the second half, the way they turned them over, the way they got up and down the floor. And all of a sudden, it became a really close, really good game. And then the athleticism and the power in particular of McCormick down low took over. It was too much for Carolina. Yeah, uh, McCormick was great. And he he was great in the previous game, too, against Villanova. Like, it was the defense. They just clamped up. They just absolutely clamped up. And one of my favorite things is they asked Bill Self what his halftime speech was like. He said, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> like, Coach, we're down 15. What do you mean keep doing what we're doing? But look at those numbers in the second half. I want to shout the big fella on Bacot. Baycott. Baycott, 15 and 15 out there wearing number five on a hurt ankle. He was mm-hmm. giving it all he had. He was limping the entire game. And, yeah. then, and then he re-aggravated. I want to make sure I shout him out. But again, like you said, Bill Self has owned the Big 12. And now when you do that, you put yourself in position to have a number one seed. When you take care of business as a number one seed, you can find yourself in the final four. Like, they follow all of the not taking the regular season for granted rules in order to put themselves in position to be champions. And so Kansas gets a chance to celebrate, and I appreciate it watching a great game. They do, and Remy Martin is great guard play. And then sometimes you're watching the tournament and you fall in love with the underdogs and you fall in love with the stories, but sometimes it's a number one seed that just goes all the way through. And I can't front. I was watching the Final Four thinking there will never be another one 
without a Jalen participating. I <laughs> know. Wilson was balling <laughs> yeah, for Kansas, yeah. right? You talk about um, Remy Martin as well and Abaji, uh, uh, the, the Final Four MVP, uh, most most outstanding player. And again, Bill Self nurturing this roster the entire season. Kansas was the better team. They performed as such in the second half. But again, I give Carolina credit for the way they thumped them in particular in the first half. They had a 16-0 run that was major. So something we need to discuss, Jalen, is when you look back at this tournament, we're going to talk about our favorite memories in a second, but this tournament to me is going to be the Duke-UNC game. It's not going to be the Kansas-UNC game. Like To me, it's almost like the Tar Heels won the tournament by getting to the finals, not winning the finals. Well, you know for me, Carolina's a winner because they beat Duke twice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I can't run. So that was their championship as far as I'm concerned. But for me, tournament moments, I mean, seeing people get their brackets busted the first weekend, Mm -hmm. that happened again. And for myself to see Juwan Howard and the Michigan Wolverines make it to the Sweet 16 and to be there to support them, I was happy to see C-Webb and Ray at a game. It was great to spend time with Jimmy and Ray at the game and spend time with Juwan and Janine, his wife, and, and, and be a part of the Michigan family. And so we didn't take care of business. The way I felt like we should have. But you did, Nova. though. But you did, though. No, man. We missed too many layups and free throws. It, 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 this, I mean, I was rooting and betting for Michigan. <laughs> and in order to beat Villanova, you have to play at least like a B, B-plus game. And I felt like Michigan played their C game in the in the Sweet 16. But it was good to see the Maze in Blue rally around the squad. And I believe Hunter Dickinson gave us a cryptic tweet that he's returning. Stay tuned. I don't, I, don't know how many, I don't know how many NBA scouts are rushing to, to, to hey, draft not, Hunter hey, Dickinson. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I don't know if his game translates the same way some of those high-flying wings does. But we will see. I would love to see him back in the Maze and Blue. And my memory of the tournament is going to be St. Pete's. Mm. You know what I mean? And again, this is my East Coast bias. This is my New York City bias. They ball like, though. 15 but, seed? Yeah, man. Like they, To the win after eight? win, to beat Kentucky. The way that they did, like they took down a lot of big name teams. Shaheem Holloway will always be remembered for his tournament run. And that for me is my favorite story from the tournament. And also he then went back and got the Seton Hall job where he once played. So that yep. was a story came full circle. Yep. And he earned it. And those are those are my memories of the tournament. I think this tournament will ultimately be remembered for that Duke UNC game. It was so good. And the way that that finished, the back and forth between those two blue bloods, Coach K's last year, that will be like the forever memory of this tournament. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Jalen. What up, though? I'm not going to act like I'm a huge professional golf fan, right? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to act like I watch every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday round and know all the top Is players. going to be there? Oh, no, he ain't going to be there. However, Mr. Woods had a phenomenal practice round. And that that's a full crowd on a Monday at Augusta. It looks like he is going to play. Now, I'm not going to act like I watch a lot of professional golf, <laughs> but I will be watching when Tiger's involved. We can't take for granted that Tiger Woods is not only one of the greatest golfers of all time, but one of the most accomplished athletes ever. Yes, and say it again. Just say it again. One of the most accomplished most athletes, athletes ever. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and he plays a sport that he can still perform another 10 or 15 years. Oh, yeah. This isn't like basketball or football where, you know, Tom Brady breaks a glass ceiling in his 40s. Like, he could continue to do this. And for me, it's remarkable to see him 
just in this position because I saw pictures of the car after the accident. And this man is lucky to be alive. Well, his his ankle was pulverized. Gee. Like, his, his ankle was absolutely just pulverized. And the idea that he's back on two feet, walking the course, playing at a championship level is absolutely wild. And I don't think there's a single soul that will be watching this tournament not rooting for Tiger Woods. I agree. We'll be watching it because we dark those days. For that exact same reason. <laughs> for that exact same reason. So you don't get the chance to watch us, we're all going to be watching, watching Tiger, Tiger right here on this network. And you know on this network they will have a Tiger cam. It should. Plus does a really good job of it that. Should. Like, you know what? We're going to show everybody else, but if you want Tiger, you can get Tiger. You know what I need? I need Michael Collins. Where, where is he? Oh, he's around. Okay, good. That's my guy. America's caddy's always around. Well, I'll be rooting for Tiger Woods just like the rest of the nation and the world, and I am so, so excited to see him come back. It's a great story. It However, is. we have some very important news that matters. We do. We've been doing this show for 10 years, and we agree a lot. We disagree a lot. And one of the things that we'll never agree upon is our top five rappers alive list. And everyone <laughs> always debates this. However, the Boston Celtics okay. weighed in and gave their best rapper alive takes. And here is what the C's had to say. Who's the best rapper alive? Jay-Z. Alive? I'm a J. Cole fan, so North Carolina. Best rapper of all time, Jay-Z. My opinion, I gotta give it to Kodak, but I got to. My favorite rapper is Eminem. Why the white guy gotta say Eminem? <laughs> Luke Cornette, you're my guy. Westchester Nick legend, but why he gotta say Eminem? I, I mean, Time Laura said Kodak, Kodak Black. Kodak Black? I mean, that's... <sighs> that that is the most baffling choice I've heard. The, the actual answer. I to like this Kodak. Question, I like Kodak, but it, best it's, alive is Sean Carter. I think that's fair. It's hard to argue with that one. Okay. I mean, there's a few names you can put out that is hard to argue, but Sean Carter is hard to argue. Okay. And the two of them had Sean Carter. Throw up the rock. J Cole ain't it either. J Cole ain't it either. He's in the conversation. No, he's, he's in the conversation. No, he's not. You got you got twenty. You got twenty thirty minutes into the conversation before J Cole comes. No, up. no, I agree. I just my opinion. In my opinion, in my opinion. Uh, uh, no, no, we can both agree about this. Kendrick Lamar and J Cole they occupy a whole new space for me. We can both agree on this. It's not Kodak Black. <laughs> I like Kodak Black. He has an appeal, but best rapper alive is not Kodak Black. Did Kodak just give uh, Lamar a watch? I believe, Jalen. You know I don't like follow-up questions. I believe I just saw you that. You know I don't like follow-up questions. Very expensive one, too. Luke Cornette, I see you, though. You know, Luke Cornette, there's, there's something about you I like. <laughs> Luke there's Cornette, some... your picture <laughs> might be up here tomorrow. You know that? You know what I'm saying? And by the way, <laughs> Jalen and Jacoby behind the scenes, and one time Jalen was looking at my background, and he was like, I think you should take all the black people off your background. <laughs> and just have white people there. This show's the best. When we come back, we have some interesting news as the race is tight uh. in the Eastern and the Western Conference. It's getting down to the wire. We'll weigh in on it and much more right after this. You're watching Jalen and Now I'm going to show you how the East Coast rocks. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, 
and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television, but the experience does not end there. Make sure that you follow, subscribe to our podcast. We do exclusive podcast content every single day for Jalen and Jacoby. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, brought to you by Chase, coming to you from the seaport in New York City. Jalen. What up, though? Steve Nash has notified us that Ben Simmons will not play for the rest of the regular season, leaving his play-in availability in doubt and his playoff availability in doubt. Do you expect to see him play for the Brooklyn Nets this season? I don't, and hindsight can always be 2020. but I believe this should have been a course of action by the Nets. Now it's confirmed. They should have held on to James Harden to allow him to play with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant at least one season in the playoffs. Well, you forget, though, what James Harden was playing like towards the end of his run in Brooklyn. Remember that Sacramento game? He was he, he did what he did in Houston in Brooklyn. James Harden was quitting on the team. Yes. However, that was because he knew trade deadline was coming and he was forcing their hand. Once the trade deadline passes, it's time to perform. And I truly believe as a collective, KD, KD just said it. The season got derailed when his knee got injured. Mm. They were the number one seed when he was healthy, regardless of what was happening with James. And Kyrie. And Kyrie. And so for me, I felt if you're going to do a Ben Simmons move, you do it in the offseason where you can get him into your building. You can, you can nurture his injury. You can figure out what's going on with his mental health. He has a lawsuit now going against the league. I just felt like that deal would be best done in the offseason. It would be a win for them to complete this year and still do the deal in the offseason. That's what I always felt. So when it happened during the season, the first thing I was thinking is the Nets just punted on their chance to win the championship. If The thing is, when I watch this Nets team, now that they have Curry and Drummond, they're missing a player exactly like Ben Simmons. They need his defense. They need him in transition. And they need someone that Kyrie and KD can just give easy buckets to. And that's exactly what Ben Simmons brings to the table. That's why it's disappointing to me because I always feel like the Nets, if healthy, has been something that I've been saying for four years now. I agree, Jacoby, but here's the thing. Um, if you wait to the offseason to do that move, you still give that big three one chance to play in the playoff together and take a home run swing. I've been telling everybody this all season. The Nets are going to need another performer in order to win the East. There were people that felt they could win the East if Kyrie is a part-time player and James Harden out. And then with Ben Simmons out, they could probably win since Kyrie's a full-time player now. No, 
No. This team ain't winning the East not with just the those round. two. They're going to need that round. third performer. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this um, situation plays out going forward. But I hope he gets healthy. I hope he does get healthy, wishing him the absolute best. And there's a chance the Nets don't even make the playoffs. That's very real reality. Because as you look at the end of the season, we have three games left or about four games left for most teams. And look at that 2-3-4 spot in the Eastern Conference, the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Sixers. We're no longer talking about trying to avoid the Nets because the Nets aren't as scary as they used to be. But how do you think this will shake out? Well, there are a couple of things. When you look at that three and four, that could be the MVP race as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a couple of things that's happening. And, and, And for the Celtics, I applaud the fact that they put themselves in that conversation when just earlier this year, people were talking about if M.A. Adoko had what it take to lead this team and talking about stupidly talking about breaking up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Al Horford has given them quality minutes this year. And and Williams off the bench has been a really good uh, three-point shooter. But again, Embiid's dominance has been consistent all year. That's why he's in the MVP conversation. James Harden, I've been telling you this off wax. I'll just tell you this on wax. Uh Uh-oh. He's a declining player. I'm not saying he's not still an all-star. I'm saying he's not an MVP-level player anymore. He used to be an MVP-level player in Houston. He is not that player. And and when he he gets to the paint, he misses those layups that he used to always make, Jacoby. Mm -hmm. He's missed more, basically, than every player that qualifies in the league. And here's another thing. He's not a leaper, just like Luka isn't a leaper. But when Luka gets a dunk, there's a reason why he's laughing. He's like, y'all ain't in on the joke. Because yeah. y'all let me get it's to like the It's like when Steph Curry gets a dunk. And, dunk. Yeah. and I'm thinking, like, have we seen the end of James Harden driving around people and actually dunking? Yes, we have. On people. That is not happening anymore. You, you see what I'm saying? That, that explosion and that ability to finish at the rim has changed the dynamics of his game. And here's another thing, the geometry of the floor. Usually he has a guy on the baseline in the dunker spot. So now when you turn that corner, if the big helps you lob to him or you have an easy layup or you have a, a chance at an uncontested layup. Well, Joel Embiid is out on the floor. And he's, it, not, he's not a lob catcher, no, dunker type either. Correct. And so now when he turns the corner, you got more hands digging in there at the ball. Well, Jalen, when you look at big picture, I used to say there were five teams that could win the Eastern Conference. I'd take that five down to two. I used to say it the was Bucks in the Heat, Celtics, Heat, Bucks, Sixers, Nets. Nets, no. Sixers, no. James- Celtics without Time Lord, no. Agreed. It is down to the Heat and the Bucks, and I have the Bucks coming out of the Eastern Conference. It's hard to dismiss that Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, they're not only uh, uh, very reliable as champions, but how they've continued to accentuate their roster. Like, I like that they're now getting Lopez back. Mm-hmm. You add Serge Ibaka. Bobby Portis is still a knockdown three-point shooter. So that's a lot of size, a lot of height, a mini fouls. And let me just talk about something else. The improvement of Giannis's game. Yeah. You see what I mean? He's making free throws now. He's making mid-range he shots now. He's than you think, too. He's making threes now. Mm-hmm. So his improvement alone gives me the opportunity to agree with you and say, how could they not be the favorite? I have the them East? coming out of the East, and I have them with the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, depending on how the seating works out. Now, Jalen, I want to talk about the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Because there's something really important happening 
with the three and the four seed in the Western Conference because the Suns are far and away favorites. They're yep. going to come out of the first round, so they're going to take on the four seed in the second round. And if you are the Warriors and the Mavericks, you're trying to avoid that. So getting from that four to three is very important for the Mavericks, if you're the Mavericks. One word answer for you, coach of the year, Monty or Taylor? Monty. Tough, right? They're just the best team. Like, look at how many wins Jeez. they have. But look at how many wins they have. I know. They ran away with it. Look at how many wins they, they ran, have. Taylor's done a great it, job. Taylor's it. done a great job with the Grizzlies. But when you just look at this, the sheer winning that they have, they lost Chris Paul for a long time and didn't lose a beat. I, I mean, the, the 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 Suns are far and away the favorite. But I have the Mavs beating the Grizzlies if they can get that three seed. You keep. Going I'm saying there. it again and again and really? again. Really? Wow. Again and again and why, again. Why are you so confident? Because I have been watching this Mavericks team okay. and their defense is yep. Luka and defense. Two things, Luka and defense. So that 3-4 speed seed is going to be very important because I would not pick the Warriors and the Mavericks to beat the Suns in a seven-game series, but I would pick the Mavs to beat the Grizzlies in a seven-game series. And, and also, like, let's not underestimate that we're talking about the Warriors in the same conversation as the Mavs. Young mm-hmm. superstar Luca and Memphis, young superstar Ja. And they still had the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green on their roster. And Kaminga's an improving young player, and Jordan Poole is just a bucket. And so, like, I know right now it's easy to dismiss what you think the Golden State Warriors might be, but I'm still standing on the table. Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, Western Conference Final. Wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I, but we can argue about this for the next month and a half, and I look forward to it. And yeah, you're right. we Maybe will Memphis. also be arguing about the MVP. Never in my life has the MVP race been this close, and we will discuss that right after this. You are watching Jalen and Jacob. Or Memphis. Big game tonight on ESPN. It is Giannis and the Bucks taking on DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, Brittany Griner still detained in Russia. Way too long. 47 days she's been detained. And we're just going to send prayers and well wishes to her and her family and seeking a safe return home to the United States. Jalen, you have a vote in the MVP. Never in my life has the MVP still been up for debate this late in the season. Who needs a bigger game tonight, Giannis, Jokic, or Embiid? Embiid. I think a month ago, he was in pole position to win MVP. They added James Harden, and all of a sudden, Giannis has upped his level of play, in particular in big stage moments. The Joker has been truly dominant the entire season, and he and Giannis' numbers mirror each other so very much, you got to look at that Eastern Conference race. And if the Bucs have a better record and Giannis has the edge in a couple of numbers, statistical categories, then he has to be the MVP in my mind. Who are you going to vote for right now if you had to vote right now? Right now, right now, you right now. You're out. I can see you looking around the room. The Joker. The Joker would be If I had MVP to vote at right this now. second, it would be the Joker. He would probably be mine as he, well. But Giannis, if Giannis puts up a couple of those 40-point games, I could Damn. see him That's what I'm saying. getting ahead. It is such an exciting season coming down to yes, the wire. We are always here ESPN2 at 4 o'clock to break it all down. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. 
based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen. What up, though? Tonight, if the Lakers lose and the Spurs win, the Lakers will be out of playing contention. Tomorrow during the program, we could finally be in a world in which we don't have to talk about the Lakers anymore. Can I just say this out loud? If these were playoff series, these last few games for the Lakers, do you think LeBron would have played? Yeah. Why do you think he's not playing? Scoring title. Why do you think he isn't playing? Scoring title. Why do you think he isn't playing? Scoring title. What do you mean? He only needs to play two more games to win the scoring title, and he's going to make sure that he can score 40 points in every one of them and get the scoring title. I think he isn't playing because he's done playing with this team, and he doesn't necessarily want to be a part of the back end of the playoff scenario. Oh, no. They're not winning. They're not winning two playing games in a in a first round series against the Suns. So crazy. And, and, and I can't say I blame him. Mm. And you ready for this? I can't blame him for coming back and trying to win the scoring title. I would do it too. Oh hell yeah, I would do it too. <laughs> you see, you see, Urban Magic Johnson yesterday saying that he had a deal in place to bring DeRozan to the Lakers. But he also said LeBron started talking to Russ, and that blew up the deal. Mm-hmm. And so, that's no surprise. We've been talking about that all season. Shout to the Hall of Fame mogul, Magic Johnson, the legend, my idol. Love Magic Johnson. DeMar DeRozan clearly changes the dynamic of the Lakers and makes them a contender. But the elephant in the room is that don't make AD healthy. No. Do they trade AD this offseason? No. Do they trade Westbrook this offseason? No. And by the way, the last nine games, everybody, Russ over 20, over seven assists, over seven boards, almost 40% from three, 50% from the floor. That's cute. Russ, that's cute, but where was that? Where we I, needed I, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm that's just all saying, cute. The elephant in the room is Anthony Davis's lack of being able to stay healthy. That's their true issue. Jalen, is Donovan Mitchell going to be in the Knicks next year? You ready for this? Yes. Okay. Here's what I believe happens. Talk to me love it when you do this. Listen up, everybody. This is why the podcast exclusive happens. This is why you listen to the podcast. All right, so we've done speculation about what we think will happen with the Jazz if they don't advance in the playoffs. They're not going to advance in the playoffs, and and they're going to end up doing something. And that something ain't trading Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert? So if you're going to make a move, it's going to be with Rudy Gobert to change the dynamics of your, your team. I got a home for the Stifle Tower. Okay, so when Jalen says, I got a home for, he usually knows something. He's I got a home for speculating. Him. And you ready for this? Where's the Stifle Tower going to go? Atlanta? You're going to be so happy when I tell you where. Atlanta? Nope. Dallas. 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 Yes, I knew it. I love this for Dallas. Everything that Chris Dallas Porzingis wasn't, Rudy Gobert is. Lockdown defender. We know what he does defensively. And you know what you don't have to do? You don't have to give him the ball and let him create. You don't have to give him the ball in the post and have him ISO. You don't have to, like, feed him the ball. 
when you have ball-dominant guards like Trey Young and Luka that are challenged defensively, you need to anchor down low. James Harden falls into that too. You need to anchor down low, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine the Mavs with the stifle tower. If I'm Utah, what do the Mavs have that I want? Paying Rudy Gobert's salary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, you got a few years left. Yeah, that that's that's that that's what you want them to do. You want them to take that salary. And you know, there's always three-way scenarios around the league. And again, this is just this is just two guys at Jalen and Jacoby just talking about things that might be broken news one day. One day they might be. Rudy Gobert on the Mavs is a really nice fit. That's a nice toy for Luke. I knew you Gobert. would like that. It's a nice toy for Luke. I knew you Gobert. would like that. You see how I said Hawks and Mavs? Correct. Because both of those guards need a Gobert type. We've seen that. We've seen it before. We've seen it before with Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and Clint Capella and James Harden. It's just. Just give me someone whose only job is to catch and dunk. That's all I need you to do. And, Play defense, catch and dunk. And unlike those other two guys, he's a defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. So he's he's really going to be an anchor for them. And imagine Luka out there dancing and knowing that you got him as an anchor defensively. That's that, that I like that a lot. Stay tuned. Interesting. So for my Knicks fans, friends, no Donovan Mitchell? No Donovan Mitchell. No suit for you. No suit for me? No suit for you. No suit for me? Do you know do you know what that reference is from? Uh it's from a TV show. You are so black. Like yeah, you are blackity black yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. TV show. Okay, it's a show on TV. No suit for you. Uh someone wants soup and they can't get their soup. They're what, in New York City. What was it? It's a white gentleman. The show's named after him. His name is Jerome, and he's white. Jerome. His last name is the name of the show. Jerome. A stand-up. The only Jerome I know is Romy <laughs> Rome. Stand-up comedian. My main man, Romy Rome from Stand-up comedian in New York City. Um, last name is the name of the show. He wants soup. No soup for you. No soup for you. I don't know. Starts with an S. Sandler? No, not Adam Sandler. Who, by the way, is a pickup basketball legend? <laughs> Just Google Google Adam Sandler pickup basketball, and you'll get some great video of him in some great shorts playing basketball with just being a facilitator. Who says no soup for you? The soup Nazi does. He is a soup man in Midtown. Gotcha. But this gentleman named Jerome, he doesn't go by Jerome. He goes by Jerry. Seinfeld. Boom! There it is, Jalen Rose. Seinfeld. You got there. You got there. And it, and, it, and it only makes sense because I always said that uh, Seinfeld is the white version of Martin. Yeah. You could say that. That's why I didn't watch it. Why not? No black people. There's <laughs> literally none. Yeah. When I, so, as soon as I see that, I'm, I'm remote. <laughs> Take that personal, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you said I take that personal. <laughs> I met the criteria and I took that personally. <laughs> a little diversity. Jalen, what up, though? Devontae Parker's on the Patriots. Does that make a splash for you? It just makes them better. And it makes them like it, 
anytime you see those economic moves that fly under the radar and then you see him next year and he's going to catch 80 balls yeah, and yeah. have 10 touchdowns, you know, it's just them getting the most out of a player without spending $100 million on a receiver. Yeah. And if you're the, the Dolphins, you're like, all right, we got Tyreek Hill. We got Waddle. Meow, meow. We're good. We don't need you. Go ahead. We'll take a couple picks. I, I, I like what the Dolphins are doing, but there's no one in that division that's even getting close to the Bills. No. There's no one in that division. So you, so the Dolphins can get sign all the receivers they want. Well, it's on Tua. And like, the Patriots can get all the stuff they to, want. We got to see if Tua can have a big year. Sink or swim year for Tua. Yeah, we got to see if Tua Sink or swim year. You wanted the Detroit Lions to draft Tua so badly. You said it into that very microphone so many times. I did. Is there a part of you that feels like maybe they dodged a bullet? I feel like we should have took Justin Herbert. That's easy to say now. Correct. That's easy to say now. But under the circumstances, I would rather have Tua on a rookie contract than Jared Montana as the fourth highest paid player in the NFL. Dog, do you remember what we did? Was it yesterday when we looked up? <laughs> okay. We looked up the Lions, the Lions backup, backup quarterback. Oh yeah, tell me the Lions backup quarterbacks, because I got a, I, I got something for you, Detroit. Why don't we <laughs> sign Colin Kaepernick? That'll immediately give us a quarterback, Tim Boyle, and interest. Tim Boyle is David one of our backups. Below. David, how you spell it? B L O U G H. Got gotcha. you. Blow, blow. Gotcha. gotcha. Who's okay. that peeking in my window? Wow. <laughs> David now and Steven Montez, who I've literally never heard of. I guarantee you, whether college or the pros, they have more interceptions than touchdowns. <laughs> In college, too? Yes. They don't have the college stats here. But, <laughs> okay. But uh, David Blau has is, um, 2021, zero yards, zero touchdowns, zero Come interceptions. And then we, Tim Boyle, let's see what his, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle had... Three touchdowns and six interceptions. Talk to me. Talk dirty Last to me. Last year. QBR of 26.4. And let's just look at Jared Montana. Let's look at his stats. <laughs> Leave my guy alone. Let's look at Jared Montana. Leave my guy number 16 alone. And then 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. MVP. Quarterback rating 39.5. 39? 39. Really? Not 69? 39. Speaking of 69... Rob Gronkowski has not committed to playing another year of professional football. Do you think he plays for the Bucs? Yes. He don't want to go to training camp. This is one thing I've yes. learned about y'all, y'all athletes. Why? That's one thing I've learned about athletes. Why would he? Once you've played for 10 years, he training camp is just like, no thank you. He know what he No, thank you. He no thank you. Do you know what he did last year or during COVID when he's supposed to send videos of himself working out to the team every day? He would did it in one day and change shirts. And then they would send them every day with a different shirt on to the team. Soft move or boss move? Boss move. Boss move. Boss move. move. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Season vet, Hall of Famer. They paid me for my 40 time. No doubt. You know what I mean? Champion, multiple times over. I'm good. Well, we always say we give the people what they want. And part of giving the people what they want is... Listening to the people. What's the what's the number for people to call right now? 98580 J A L E N. If you call 98580 Jalen, we will put you on the program just like this. What up, Jalen? What up, Jacoby? Shout out Reds on the ones and dudes. This is the line calling Dallas. Uh cultural or regional. I was on the phone 
with uh, one of my homies, and uh, we was in in the car, and I was telling him, you know, da 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 da, and I said I, right. and I hung up. So then they called me back and was like, why didn't you say bye? I was like, I did. They was like, no, you didn't. You just said I right, and hung up. And I'm like, saying I right, is the enemy. And they was like, no, it ain't. So they from, you know, California, and uh, they look like Jacoby. And, uh, you know, I'm from the South, and I look like Jalen. So I was wondering, is it cultural or regional to actually not say bye when you're on the side, you know, when you're ending the phone call? I say I, and then I hang up the phone. So let me know, cultural or regional? Great question. From Delani in Dallas. If I got your name wrong, I apologize. Thank you for the call. Appreciate the love. I is a perfectly acceptable goodbye on a phone call. Perfectly acceptable. Cultural, regional, not saying goodbye before you've finished the phone Definitely call. Definitely cultural, phone. and I agree. I is an ending. One of the things um, that we as a people have really mastered is abbreviations. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, 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 shorthand. Shorthand. Okay. Right? And not ordering from the menu. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We're not ordering from the menu. You're going to make my order fresh. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure you do. And so when I'm on the phone with you, the energy of the call dictates the ending, not necessarily the words. Mm-hmm. If y'all finish yes. talking, we kicking about some yo yo yo. All right, I'll see you in a few. All right, bet. Yeah, that, it's 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 a it's a it's a context clue. It's a kind of it's a connotation. It's an intonation. It's it, we both know when this call is coming to a close. So the words that come out of my mouth don't matter as much as how I say them. But also, I would just want to tell you this: there should be a word that go after I bet. I bet. I later. I, I buy. Yeah, yeah. I won. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. There, 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 there's a word that should go after I. But here's there's something that's being that's being misrepresented and overlooked in this whole conversation, Mr. Rose. What's that? Calling back because you didn't get an appropriate goodbye is cultural too. That's white people stuff. No doubt. <laughs> that's no cultural question. too. Being like, I didn't I didn't like that goodbye, so let me call back and get a real one. That is cultural as well. And let me tell you some black people stuff. Uh-huh. I bet when he called back. He didn't initially get an answer. He got sent the voicemail. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just got finished I talking to you. I just said goodbye. What is there to say? I just got what finished talking to, to you. My wife is kind of mean. and She'd definitely be hanging up the phone without saying goodbye when she's mad. And I will call her back and be like, hey, come on now. So I'm guilty as charged. That's and I'm hilarious. also a white gentleman. Really appreciate the call. We always want to give the people what they want with the podcast exclusive content. And don't forget Jalen Rose. Said Rudy Gobert could be playing with Luka Doncic. Did I? Who, who Next said that? Season, Jalen Anthony Rose said that. We will be back tomorrow. Make sure you always listen to the podcast to make sure that you get the exclusive content. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got the 